0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, what's up, y'all, and welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sirsamo. and today you're listening... On the Believe Network, we are halfway through the tournament at Indian Wells Tennis Garden in Palm Springs, California, which is called the BNP Paribas Open, and I believe it's probably live up, lived up to the hype. This is a fantastic tournament. I've talked about it. I've raved about it for the last month. It's finally here, Tennis Paradise, and I'm not there, but what I'm seeing is... From Tennis Paradise, it truly is paradise. I'm just going to say this off the bat. So it's called Tennis Paradise because of how gorgeous the views are. Like, it's in the desert. It has some mountains in the background, palm trees. Like, it's beautiful to play there, right? Absolutely beautiful. Well, Southern California has recently got some snow, especially up in the mountains. And so, like, it's, like, hot on the ground, and then in the background is snowy mountains. Seriously, paradise. Like, the photos are seriously paradise. All right, I got on a little rampage there. We're done with talking about that. Let's get to the bracket and what's kind of happening down there in Tennis Paradise. A fair share of upsets in this tournament, but that's going to happen when you got a lot of good players in this tournament. You know who's having a fantastic tournament on the top end of the draw? is a guy by the name of Jack Draper. Um, He is English. He is from Great Britain, and he's beat a couple Englishmen, On his way to the round 16, and that's where we're at right now, is the round of 16. How he got there. He beats Daniel Evans, who's a 24 seed, in the round of 64. And then in the next round, he beats Andy Murray. Andy Murray, like he's literally beat two of his probably idols. He talks highly of Andy Murray. He's talked about Andy Murray in the past. But for Andy Murray um, to get this far and then lose to Jack Draper, it was kind of like the changing of the guards there. Um, when it comes to British tennis and Jack Draper beating Andy Murray, it was, uh, kind of a cool, kind of a cool thing to watch because Jack Draper has played so well at this tournament. Andy Murray also played very well. Wins the first match he has in three sets and then wins the next one in straight sets and then loses to Draper. So not like it was a bad tournament for Andy Murray. Uh, Hubie Hercotch, the nine seed makes it past, uh, Popper in, but then loses to Tommy Paul. Tommy Paul with another fantastic showing. The 17 seed beats Struff, and then he beats Hercoc to make himself to the round of 16. Jack Sock not having a fantastic tournament. Loses in the second round to Sarandolo. These are kind of some of the Americans. A Canadian here. Felix Ogier-Eliassin. We're going to get to what he's doing that's so impressive here in a little bit. But in the singles side... He makes it to the round of 16. He'll face Tommy Paul. That should be a fantastic matchup in Tennis Paradise. Uh, Taylor Fritz, it was an All-American uh, second round for Taylor Fritz as he faced Ben Shelton. Ben Shelton beats Fabio Fognini in the first round, six four, six one. That's not really shocking. He should have beat Fabio Fognini, but then runs into Taylor Fritz. And as everybody knows, Taylor Fritz plays fantastic here in Tennis Paradise at Indian Wells because he is from Southern California, and he considers this... His home tournament, it should be a slam, but it would be his home slam, but it is his home tournament here in Southern California. He is the reigning champ. Can he do it again? I believe he can, but he's got a tough match in Fucevic, who he's going to play here in the round of 16. Fucevic playing great tennis, beats J.J. Wolf, beats Alex De Manure. on his way to making the round of 16. Let's make our way down the bracket. We're about to get to some upsets. Here in this tournament, we got Manarino. He beats Dominic Team, which Dominic Team's a wild card, but uh, he, I thought Dominic Team could win this match, and he lost in a tiebreaker. And then uh, Manarino goes on to beat Lorenzo Musetti, the 19 seed, on his way to losing to Yannick Sinner. Yannick Sinner's been a quiet guy on the way to the round 16 here. We've talked about his injuries. We've talked about how he struggled here and there. But for Yannick Sinner to make the round of 16 here, I think is a fantastic feat for him got to be a good confidence builder for him because he has struggled um, in the early part of this year. And when I say struggled, he's still playing good, but he's not playing to the level that he can because, you know, he can make quarter semifinals of slams and he just hasn't consistently been doing that ever since he kind of got COVID and got sick over the last year or so. Um, Who else is playing very well? Unseeded Stan Vavrinka. Stan Wawrinka is in the round of 16. He'll play Yannick Sinner. These two have had some battles in the past, Sinner and Wawrinka. But Wawrinka beats Holger Rune. This was interesting because if you remember correctly, I don't know what tournament it was earlier this year, but these two played Holger Rune and Stan Wawrinka. And after the match, Wawrinka pretty much told Holger Rune to stop being a baby. He was like, "Hey, quit whining about things and being a baby." S- said something along those lines, right? Like, "Quit acting so immature." Said something along those lines. Well, when Vavrinka beat Rune in this tournament here at Indian Wells, he at the net, he goes, "Do you have anything to say to me now?" Which is kind of weird. I don't really get it. Um I I don't know the whole history there. Like, these two have had to practice together at some point, I'm assuming. Um it, it was just awkward. It wasn't like, uh, it wasn't, it didn't seem hostile or like there was like a big attitude there. Um, It was just awkward, right? Like it just seemed awkward at the net because Vavrinka was kind of like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Like You know what I mean? Like it was just, it just seemed weird. So that's the only reason I'm saying like, I'm not saying like they were trying to show each other up here. I'm just saying it was kind of weird that he said that. And then it was like a weird interaction. So a little history, I guess, between these two, which is kind of the old and the new of tennis. But Vavrinka gets the better part of him here at this tournament. Daniil Medvedev rolling as usual that you would expect. Uh, Medvedev playing great. He beats Isla Ivashka. Uh, he beats Nakashima. Um, on his way to being in the round of 16, we'll hear where he will play Alexander Sverev. Awesome to see Sverev playing good tennis again. Uh, he struggled. He struggled after his injury that he got at the French Open last year. And so good to see him rolling a little bit here and getting back in the swing of things. Good, Always good to have a lot of good players on tour. And it looks like Sparov's sort of getting back to that level. You remember the guy by the name of Davidovich Fankina? I've talked about him in a few of the last tournaments. He is having a great run here. He beats Yabing Wu. He beats uh, Karen Hotchinov. And he is in the round of 16 where he will play... Christian Garen. Here's the side of the bracket where we're going to get some new names because Casper Ruud is out of this tournament after he gets upset by Christian Garen. Garen is a qualifier in this tournament. He goes through Nishioka, he goes through Garen and now he'll play Davidovich Falkina for a chance to be in the quarterfinals of a Masters 1000. Uh so, someone tweeted this the other day and I couldn't agree more. Um you know, there's been a lot of pressure on Casper Ruud since he got to the top and since he's been really good and so, i don't want to say he's folded under pressure cuz i don't think he has folded under pressure but heavy is the head that wears the crown i think i should say here because you're going to get everybody's best shot when you are one of the best players in the world Root is absolutely one of the best players in the world and ever since he's been at the top he hasn't necessarily been able to capitalize and he he's had some early exits and lost early a few times so That's kind of where he's at here. So I would like to see him, you know, be steady at the top. You look at Alcaraz. When Alcaraz is at the top, you know, he's mowing people down. I'd like to see Rude get to that spot in his career. Let's keep moving down. We're almost done with the bracket here. We only got a couple left. It's the round of 16, so it's a little bit longer than if you go to the quarterfinals. But Andre Rublev playing awesome tennis. He beats Laheka. He beats uh, Hugo Humbert, and he is into the round of 16. Chapo, out of this tournament, unfortunately for him. He loses to Hugo Humbert in the second round. I'll get to more about Chapo here in a little bit. All right, let's get to some upsets that are deep down here in this bracket. Matteo Berrettini loses in the second round to Taro Daniel. Don't really know who that is, to be honest. Uh, he loses to Daniel in three sets. So Matteo Berrettini with an early, early exit. Not a great showing for Berrettini. On that side, uh, Cam Nori goes to the round of 16 where he'll play Rublev. And then if you keep going down, Francis Tiafo playing fantastic tennis. Uh, per usual, how he does in America. Uh, you look at an upset that happened on this side, though. Francis Tiafo in the round of 16. Grigor Dimitrov loses to uh, uh, Kubler. It looks like Dimitrov retired in this match. Who's the 21 seed. Unfortunate to see for him, but awesome to see for Kubler. As Kubler goes through Lorenzo Musetti, through Grigor Dimitrov, but loses to Francis Tiafo. The bottom side of the bracket, I believe the biggest upset of the tournament. Stefano Sitsipas loses to Jordan Thompson. Jordan Thompson. The Aussie, he loses in the second round. Jordan Thompson, what a tournament. He loses in the third round, but he beats Gael Monfils. He beats Stefano Sitsipas, and then he loses in two sets to Tobio. And Tobio is in the f- round of 16 against Francis Tiafo. So this is kind of who's left in this tournament. That was the biggest shock for me, was that big upset between Jordan Thompson and Stefano Sitsipas. Other than that, I think everything's really gone or gone. As planned here at Tennis Paradise when it comes to a lot of these matches. Yes, there's been many upsets, like small ones, but Citzy Poss being out was a huge upset. And then, especially with Jordan Thompson. And then, you know, Casper Rude being out was a big upset as well. So those two right there are really the highlights of the first week. Of this tournament. I know it hasn't been a week. It starts Wednesday. It's kind of a week and a half tournament because of how big the draw is for this Masters 1000. But that's kind of what's happening down there right now at Indian Wells. What's interesting is a lot of these players that are losing early are already in Phoenix for a Challenger Tour tournament. This Challenger Tour tournament in Phoenix, um, it's the first ever Challenger 175. Look who's in this tournament. It's Matteo Berrettini is the top seed, and then it goes down, uh, Monfis is in this, Richard Gasquet is in this, uh, you got names like Laheka, Tanasi Kakanakis, uh, Michael Yimer, you have Alexander Bublik, Dennis Kudla, uh, Diego Schwartzman, that's a. I feel like that's a stacked, that is a stacked Challenger 175, but it kind of comes at the right time as a lot of these players that lost want to get in another tournament, want to get a few more points, want to keep playing tennis in America and maybe make just at least a little bit of money, even though it's not going to be a lot at this challenger, on their way to Miami where they're going to go play here in a week or so. Back to the bracket of what's going down at Indian Wells. Sorry, I kind of got on a little tangent there to talk about this tournament. Uh, My pick to win it, Daniil Medvedev is still in it. But who do I think is in the best spot here on this side of the bracket? I really do think it's someone at the top side of the bracket, and I do think it's Taylor Fritz. Taylor Fritz has to play uh, Fusjevic, and then he goes on to play Yannick Sinner, Avrinka and then after that, he would have to play into, in the semifinals, Elkaraz, Draper, Paul, or Felix Ogiela, Asim. I think Fritz has the best chance to get to the semis with the best legs and the best you know, body on his side because some of these players he's not playing powerhouses like they are up top I think he's got the best chance there then on the bottom side you know Medvedev's got to play Zverev uh the and then the winner of that will play the winner of Davidovac Fankina and uh Guerin so I think one of those guys is toast once they play probably Medvedev in the in the quarterfinals but then Rublev has a decent route, right? Rublev if Rublev can beat Nori, or if Nori can beat Rublev, one of those two. So it's kind of it's kind of half the draw on half the side of the draw, if that makes sense. Um, like on uh, one eighth of the draw, one fourth of the draw, something like that is stacked, and the other is not. So. I don't even know if that makes sense to you guys. But that's what I'm trying to say. When I like Taylor Fritz, his little mini half right there, he has the best chance to get out of there. And then you got a guy like uh, Rublev or Nori, winner there, has the best chance of really making a run for it, especially in the semis uh, on the way to the final. So uh, my pick to win it is still in there. Daniil Medvedev, it would be awesome to see Fritz do something. It would be awesome to see Tommy Paul win this, or uh, Francis Tiafoe win this, or even... Cam Nori again, Uh, but Rublev would be awesome to see win this tournament. But American would be probably the most ideal. If Yannick Sinner or Stan Vavrinka, one of those two, comes out and wins this tournament, I will be shocked, but it would be kind of cool. FAA could win this tournament. He's kind of due for one. Jack Draper would be a huge success story. Can anybody get past Carlos Alcaraz? Is Alcaraz back at the spot where he can just dominate everybody again? possibly that could definitely be something that happens. So we'll see you in this next week uh, and we'll recap it all next week on this same podcast. All right, I gotta get to something that is I missed last week that's important about Indian Wells. Don't quote me on this, but I believe this is true. If they put something in into writing a couple years ago where if you win the doubles title and the singles title at Indian Wells, you win a million dollars. I totally forgot about this last week, but that is why the double side at Indian Wells is so stacked. Teams are magnificent. Like Holger Rune, Ben Shelton is a team. Felix Ogielia, Seem, Denis Shapovalov is a team. Grigor Dimitrov is playing with Hubie Herkoc. Uh, you got Karen Khachanov playing with Andre Rublev. Um, you got Yannick Sinner and Lorenzo Sinego. Marcus Girone and J.J. Wolf. Casper uh, Ruud played with Dominic Team. Uh, Taylor Fritz and Tommy Paul played together. Daniel Evans and John Pierce played together. Francis Tiafo and Stan Wawrinka played together. Like this is a stacked field. However, the very unfortunate part for all these singles players that all these big names that are playing in this doubles tournament, they're playing against real doubles players. So like a lot of them don't make it far. But the one team that is making it far. Um, I should say the few teams that are making it far is Fabio Fagnini is making a good run with Simone Bolelli. And that should, that's fun to watch because they're going to play John Isner and Jack Sock here in the next round, which is the quarterfinals of this doubles draw. So that should be a good match. But John Isner and Jack Sock, they're no like makeshift doubles team. They're legit. They're really good. Uh, Felix Ogiela, I and uh, Dennis Shapovalov are making a little mini run here. I'm interested to see how they do. When they play uh, Rohan Bopana and Ebden, Matthew Ebden here in the quarterfinals, both of them went over a walk, over a withdraw. So that's weird. So they're kind of both rested, I would say. Uh, but that's the thing about this tournament is a lot of guys are playing doubles and singles. Like FAA is playing doubles and singles. That's a lot of tennis in a day. But when you got a, a million dollar purse at the top of it it kind of makes it worth it. So we'll we'll take another look at this next week when we find out who wins it. I'm assuming it's probably going to be like John Isner and Jack Sock or it's going to be the top seed, which is Wesley Koolhoff and Neil Skupski. Because like if you've ever heard of Neil Skupski, he's like a doubles god. Like He's so good at doubles. So they play Jamie Murray and Michael Venus here in the quarterfinals at the top side of the draw. I would guess one of those two teams wins this tournament because of how good they are at doubles because they're true, true, doubles teams I would love to see Andy Murray play with Jamie Murray at some point that would be fun all right that's gonna wrap up this episode and what we're gonna do moving forward is we're gonna talk about Indian Wells and maybe this little Phoenix Open that's going on uh, next week and then we'll get into Miami which is not long after that I do want to put a little plug in here uh, something cool that I found out about my podcast lately, uh, and if you made it this far in the episode, I really appreciate it. It's up for uh, the Sports Podcast Awards Best Tennis Podcast category. You can vote online through April sixth. It's uh, sportspodcastgroup dot com, and then you would just go to the Best Tennis Podcast like side of it uh, on the on the pull down, and then you have to create an account, which is like your email and your name, and that's it. It's real fast. You can even put a fake password in there because I don't know when you're going to vote again, to be honest. And then vote. Go vote for Believe in the ATP Tour with Jacob Sersosimo. Scroll up to the top and press Submit Vote, and that's all you got to do. So I would appreciate it if you did that. If you like this podcast, if you hate this podcast, don't do it. It's as simple as that. Um, But appreciate you for listening. We got a fun little month coming ahead here on Believe in the ATP Tour with everything that's going on. So uh, you can follow me on social, too, at Jacob Sersosimo. I'll be tweeting all about it, and especially tweeting the link to to vote here because... You should definitely go do that if you like the podcast. That would be a really good idea. All right, long podcast. I'll get you out of here. Uh, have a good week. I will see you later. And if you get a chance, watch the Indian Wells Tennis because it is going down in Southern California. Antonio Medvedev, my pick, I'm just saying, still in the tournament. Adios.